lids that had blinked back way too many tears lately, dropped over my tired eyes, and I indulged in a rare moment of peaceful nothingness. I felt his presence before Darren Soule announced himself by clearing his throat. Having been in that neverland of almost sleep, it took me a moment to organize my thoughts enough to speak. For an endless few seconds I stared stupidly into the nearly black eyes that still occupied an unhealthy portion of my intimate inner world. Just thinking about being back in Beauville had been enough to make him, once again, my accompanist when I played my body's symphony the night before. I hadn't been able to get the insolent wannabe out of my mind for as long as I could remember. He was like a booger on the fingertip of my soul. I couldn't flick him off. What the fuck was he doing in that room with me? My skirt didn't need smoothing, but I smoothed it. My hair didn't need tucking, but I tucked it. I fought the blush that threatened to creep up my neck to my cheeks and reminded myself that he hadn't actually witnessed himself in my head while I revisited a favorite fantasy the night before. It was the one where we're getting it on in public, a personal favorite of mine. The fact that it had been less than twelve hours since I had brought myself to a crashing orgasm featuring him made me feel like I'd been caught. It's been a long time, Sarah. That voice still made my name a song. It was a little lower now, a real man's basso profundo. He arched one inky brow at me and said, Almost seven years. Six years, nine months, to be precise. About that, I answered. I was trying desperately to sort out why he was there, in the judge's office, and why in the hell he looked so different. Still, hot enough to make the asphalt on Main Street warp, but different hot, like completely different. Who are you, and what have you done with Darren's soul? What are you doing here? I think I sounded a little hostile. I couldn't help it. I still felt the sting he left on my pride, almost as much as the ache he'd left between my legs. Judge Whitener thought maybe I could add something to the discussion. I'm a little confused, Darren. I don't even know what I'm here to discuss, other than the estate. There's not much you can add to that unless there's something I haven't been told. You've been out of the loop for a while. You know, small towns. Things get talked about. As pissed off as that should have made me, being talked about failed to register. Primitive Pussy Central was storming the frontal lobe, guns blazing. I wasn't going to stand down the assault until I figured out how he'd replaced the I'm such a tough mother bad boy look with the I'm so sweet you're dying to lick every shiny inch of me vibe. I decided the shirt had everything to do with it. It was white. Whiter than actual white. So white it hurt the eyes. I'd never seen him wear anything but dirty, or no shirt at all. I was seeing Darren's soul all grown up and clean as a brand new penny. I glanced down at his hands and there wasn't a molecule of grease 
under any of his ten perfectly groomed fingernails. He was actually sporting a gold USC signet ring, just like my daddy wore. I didn't have to check out his shoes. I knew without looking they'd be topsiders. Holy seersucker, Batman. Darren Souls traded his crotch rocket for a polo pony. But damn, he wore preppy with the same lip-smacking cool as he'd worn all that ink and sweat so many years ago.